Hello and welcome to 20 Cent Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. In today's world, consent is really important, especially with the GDPR requirements. If your company is active online, doing business, even with a simple website or blog, you should make sure that your activities are in line with the legislation. My guest today is Olivier Chouraki, president of Consent Manager. He agreed to talk about cookies, GDPR obligations, and other concepts linked to a good consent policy. Here's my chat with Olivier. Good uh, afternoon, Olivier. Welcome to the show. Hi, Vincent. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm uh, glad to have you uh, today as we're going to talk about uh, consent. And uh, this is, of course, uh, consent in a GDPR more than in the digital world. Not uh, you going on in bars to check to make sure that people live with the right person and, and with the full consent. Um, so maybe just tell us exactly what do you guys do uh, in terms of consent? What do you mean by this? So, yes, we are into cookies consent. Okay. To be precise. <clears throat> so um, what we mean by consent, that's actually a very good question. Do you still see these very small cookie banners saying, uh, if you continue browsing this website, then you accept everything and you can only click OK. Yeah. So that's not compliant anymore. This is not consent. Uh, consent now is very well defined. So it needs to be um, well-informed consent. So you need to know exactly who is doing what with your personal data. It needs to be an active, an explicit consent. So you need to click on a button knowing exactly what you do, uh, not consent by mistake or by doing nothing. And it needs to be a free consent. So for example, you, you need to be able to accept uh, Google Analytics, but not Google Ads. Otherwise, it's, it's not a free consent. So that's what we mean by consent. Okay, very well defined. Thank you. And uh, I was wondering, in your experience, uh, companies today who have a website in general, e-commerce or just a website, uh, are many companies still clueless about GDPR and, and consent today? Or do you see an involvement? So we still see a lot of non-compliant uh, websites, okay. non-GDPR compliant websites. For example, we see... Um, websites telling you about cookies, asking you for your consent, and then if you don't give your consent, they still create the cookies. Okay. So that's a big issue, and we see a lot of this. And you see a lot of this. Okay. And um, maybe just to, to explain as well, uh, without too many legal terms or whatever, but what are the risks for a company when it ignores completely those uh, consenting rules? So if you, if you do nothing, if you completely ignore this, um, basically you have legal risk, uh, fines, and you risk uh, to look bad also. So um, fines could be quite high, up to 2% of your turnover. Okay. But so far we have seen mostly big companies uh, get uh, big fines. Um, for small or medium-sized company, I guess you, you would probably get a warning before the actual fine. Um, but you can also get complaints from users. 
and it looks it looks bad. Uh, you, you don't want to see your company name in a list of uh, non-compliant websites or get a bad uh, privacy uh, score from um, Little Sister or other privacy um, labels and rankings. And also your visitors, when they come to your website, they see that um, you are not up to date or you don't care much about their privacy. Maybe you even sell their data. Uh, so you, you risk to lose their trust. And also your competitors can use this against you. Uh, so it's not a good idea to, to ignore um, GDPR. Mm, it's the law and at some point you will have to comply with it. Makes sense, of course, obviously. Uh, you, you don't want uh, bad GDPR to lead to bad PR, uh, obviously. Um, But um, I was wondering, because it, it's kind of complicated, we are now in an international content, uh, context, uh, is getting consent complicated for a website owner whose website is active in, with an international audience, uh, because the laws might differ per countries as well, or not? Yes, they do. So it's, it's a little bit more complicated if you have an international audi audience. Um, first, because you need to comply with different regulations. GDPR for Europe, CCPA for California, okay. and probably soon other American states, uh, PIPEDA for Canada, and so on. Um, and also, you have to support multiple languages. But if you already have an internal uh, an international audience that should not be a huge problem for you. Okay, in a way, uh, that is true. Um, but but uh, so are all companies facing the same type of, of regulation and constraints or, or certain sectors of the industry uh, have to be more careful than others? Um, so, yes, every, everybody is facing the same uh, constraints okay. and have to comply with the same regulations companies and individuals, but we see some um, sectors being more careful, uh, especially if you earn advertising revenue, you need to have a very high concentrate. Okay. So you need to work on this. And if you sell online um, for e-commerce, you need to watch your bounce rate. So you, you need to make to, to be very careful not to hurt your business when you make your website GDPR compliant. All right. So so if I hear you correctly, everybody's at the same facing the same issues, but mm -hmm. you do see that for our audience in the who are more specialized in the advertising industry or uh, e-commerce, those need to really be careful and, and they are more careful as well. Um, yes. and, and let's move a little bit uh, further to the implementation of uh, consent policy. Um, as a website owner or, or e-commerce owner or whatever, is it difficult to implement uh, a consent policy? And, and what kind of timeline are we looking at uh, when you want to get compliant if you're not there today yet? So it, it depends a lot uh, of uh, your website and the size of your company. But... Uh, For example, if you, you have a corporate website for a small or medium-sized company, 
we can probably set up your consent management uh, platform in one hour. Okay, that's good. And yeah, if you already have your, your privacy policy page, it's really quick. All right. If you have um, advertising revenue from your website or um, online sales, then it usually takes a few weeks to make sure that everything is working properly to do some testing and make sure you are compliant, but also your website still looks good. Um, you still have a good visibility on your traffic and your audience. You can measure the performance of your marketing campaigns. Uh, you have a good um, consent rate and bounce rate. And uh, we, we also have a few bigger customers um, where it could take a few months okay. to, to, to make your uh, website compliant. If, for example, you have a, a dozen websites um, in multiple countries and uh, you need to involve your legal, your IT, security, uh, your DPO, uh, your marketing, some uh, web agencies. So just setting up the meetings, uh, making sure that everybody um, is involved, um, doing the, the setups, the integration, the testing. It, it sometimes can take two or three months. Okay, so yeah, it really depends on your on your personal or company situation uh, in organization in, in, and in, processes yes obviously all right and um as it always involves a little bit of, of back office work and everything like as a marketeer or as a owner first question is also like is it going to require me to hire uh, someone who's really good in coding and and only eats java for breakfast no. and stuff like that no, or, no. 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 usually no um, in most cases, you most of our customers just install our WordPress uh, plugin or uh, another uh, module, and um, they don't need any coding at all. Okay, so coding is not necessarily required when you want to be compliant. Not necessarily, but some customers they, they want to uh, customize the consent window. So they are going to, to use CSS uh, for that. Okay. Uh, other customers, they want maybe to integrate uh, a subscription uh, offer in their consent window or edge verification. And it needs a bit uh, of coding. Or some um, websites have uh, hundreds of cookies from uh, dozens of uh, different vendors. And some will need um, specific blocking and unblocking methods. And this will require some coding. All right. But then if it's not required with a lot of coding, uh, the cost must be very low then. Or is it still something <laughs> which is costly? Yeah. No, it's not, it's not very costly. So um, our solution costs between 19 euros per month and 700 euros okay. per month. Um, there are more expensive solutions uh, that cost uh, double okay. for the same features. 
and they are uh, cheaper solutions costing uh, just a few euros per month uh, that can work for very simple and very small websites. All right. I, I would not advise uh, to use a, a free solution because um, usually they, they collect the data from your visitor and they sell it. And ah, yeah, okay. To who they are selling this data. So this is exactly what you don't want to do. All right. So so it does have a little cost, but then again, as you mentioned, as you mentioned, that it is linked to your personal uh, or your company's uh, organization. Uh, then the cost should be as well uh, referring to that company's organization and situation. Um, and and <clears throat> now that we talked about the uh, implementation, uh, obviously for all the audience, something which is very important is the customer experience. Mm -hmm. um, because when you get on a website and you have to click 1700 stuff, uh, you might get discouraged. Um, does getting yes. consent and all the cookie policies, etc., do they affect the customer's journey? And especially in e-commerce, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, so yes, uh, let's be honest. Uh, many visitors are fed up of uh, giving their consent to each website they visit. So um, if your consent window is too big or too aggressive, sometimes they prefer to, to leave your website and you will see uh, your bounce rate increase and sales drop. So it's, uh, uh, it's very important to take care of this uh, user experience. There is often a, a trade-off between a high consent rate or a low bounce rate. So you have to find the right balance for you. For e-commerce, we usually prioritize a low bounce rate and we optimize it by trying uh, different designs with uh, automated uh, A-B testing. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, so yes, it's, uh, it can be a bad experience for visitors, mm -hmm. but if you do it really well, uh, you can make it actually a positive experience for your visitors. So if you, if you find the, the right wording, the right design, uh, humor can work well, you show respect to, to your users, you, you show that you, you value them, you treat them well, then uh, you can get a very high concentrate and a low bounce rate. All right. So basically, if, if you do it well, you, you will inspire more trust and, and, and uh, give actually a better experience instead of being a source of frustrations for a website visitor, if I did yes. summarize correctly. All right. Um, well, let's, let's get one, one uh, quick final question. Um, what would be your advice for, for anyone in the audience Uh, right now would be to, to check their website and, and make an audit or, or to, sure. to do whatever they want. Okay, so they yes, should check the website and do an audit. The first uh, tip would be uh, check your website. So um, we have a free tool for this uh, on our website and it takes uh, less than five minutes. All right. And you know more or less if your website is compliant or not. Then um, I would say, um, look at what your competitors are doing and do it better. Um, 
then uh, use a consent management platform, a CMP, okay. because we do this all day and we are here to help. Uh, we are good at this. And then um, also talk to your lawyer or your DPO or your agency because they, they should be able to help you. All right. Well, those are fine, fine tips, I would say. Uh, I will definitely make sure that, that your link will be also on, my, uh, on this episode links as well so that people who want to do an audit can, can do it quite quickly and uh, free, as uh, you mentioned. We could talk about this all day. Uh, thanks a lot, Olivier, for being here. But sadly, we have to stop here. Thank you. And uh, well, thank you for your participation. And I will say till next time. Have a nice day. Bye. You too. Bye, Bye. everyone. Well, that's all from us, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. For those of you who want to test the website, I placed a link on the article related to this episode on 20centretail.com. It's free, it's useful, so I really truly invite you to go and check it out. You might discover some things about your website that you didn't know, especially when it comes to consent and you don't want to have any bad surprises about it. Also, as usual, don't hesitate to write me an email if you have any questions or comments. Uh, for more retail stories, visit 20centretail.com and join us next week for a new episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening.